0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Partial Historians. I am Dr. Radness.
1: Hello, Dr. Radness. I am Dr. Greenfield.
0: Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. Really? Would you care to join me on a journey through the history of Rome, from the founding of the city until such a time as we call it fit?
1: (laughs) Well... Uh, yes, yes I would. <laughs> from the founding of the city. Um, this is a process we've been on for a little way now. We're, we're really quite early in the project. We really are,
0: yes, yes. So at the moment it's just from the founding of the city, I think it's safe to say. And if I might, before we get started this week, I would mm. like to dedicate this episode. A dedication, I would. Say? I oh, would. Goodness. Oh, first. this is
1: special. Yes. Hold up, listeners. Yes. Maybe it's
0: you. Not to anyone terribly specific, but perhaps I might be dedicating it to... People of the male persuasion, who might live somewhere on the North Shore, and maybe of teenage years. I'm not going to say any more than that. Hello. <laughs> Where does one... Uh, oh, I want... I, uh, I have so many questions. Yeah. That's just, Hello, let's teenage just leave this male make. viewers, <laughs> listeners, peoples. Yes, this episode is dedicated to you. And this episode, Dr. G, focuses on... Another king of Rome What? I know, might surprise you to learn this But we are still in the regal period What? To be precise, 616 BC Yes, the, the previous episode we ended on a bit of a cliffhanger We did I, yes. Ancus Marcus is not dead as yet, as far as we're concerned
1: no, Not according to where we finished the last episode no, no. But you'll be surprised to learn, dear <laughs> listeners That pretty much he's now dead Yes the imminent death of this eminent person. Yeah, so the narrative where we were up to uh, was that Ancus Marcius has sort of become friends with this upstart <laughs> young import into Rome, Tesc <laughs> guy named who's called him styled himself Tarquinius,
0: Etruscan trash. That's what yeah. he is. Etruscan
1: yeah. trash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but, but you know, if you
0: can you can play a good game, you're charismatic, and he yeah. had he had been playing quite a good game mm. during Ancus's reign. <laughs> he has sort of uh, become quite friendly with the king, putting himself in quite a good position. Yeah, to the point where uh, he's become the guardian of Ancus's children in Ankus's will. Absolutely. And uh, so, upon Ancus's death, and he reigned for about twenty-four years. Actually, I believe the shortest reign of all our How kings, according to the, <laughs> according to our most reliable just sources. A, you know, yeah. just a quick. Uh, snap of the 24 years you know <laughs> why that's how old i am no uh-huh. tire at all <laughs> so you say yeah. so you say <laughs> you just reverse those numbers anywho <laughs> um yes so basically anchor dies, much revered his sons were of an age that technically well, well might have been thinking power they yes, may have. yes, yes. Um they weren't that young. No. Uh, once Ancus died. They they
1: possibly were contenders, but they were in the guardianship of Tarquinius. Yes, and Tarquinius, as
0: we've seen, is quite the operator. <laughs> <laughs> and so basically <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Um Tarquinius decides that since the sons are almost of an age where they might be coming. A, a no, threat perhaps to his Might be ambitions. becoming a little bit ambitious themselves. Yes, exactly. he decides
1: that what they need to do is go off on a hunting trip. Yes,
0: because he's going to call a meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you
1: guys, you love hunting. And they're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Love we hunting. love hunting. Let's love hunting. go hunting. Yes. Yeah, exactly. so you guys go hunting. Yes.
0: And while, while they're
1: away, the mice will play. <laughs> Uh, Tarquinius quickly uh, calls a meeting of the
0: comitia. Yes, and get says, together,
1: guys. We need to choose a new king.
0: Yes, exactly. And apparently, he is the first to sort of basically campaign
1: for yeah, the kingship. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the first, in, according to Livy. Yeah, this is the first guy who actually campaigns for the kingship. And why would we ever doubt anything? Livy says. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's question. a, that's, I don't that's a story for another day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: so. He basically delivers this speech where he's trying to win people over. Yeah, because it's yeah. pretty clear that there's like this nice sort of dynastic line. Yeah, all set up and ready to oh, go. It's,
1: it's all there, guys. You yeah. need to just make those boys choose one of them, make them king. Yeah. Um, although, ostensibly, this is not how kingship has worked.
0: No, in Rome, in the loan from interregnum. The of the city? God damn it! Where is the
1: interregnum? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but Tarquinius, you know, he, he makes some really good points. He gets up, makes a really nice speech, and he's like, Rome has a tradition of foreign kings. So point one, it's like, this is not a dynastic thing, guys, so don't even worry about it's it. It's not even
0: a Roman thing. huh? Yeah, yeah.
1: Have you thought <laughs> about people like Tatius? Have you thought about people like Numa? And he's like, he also says things like, "I've lived in Rome for so long. Yeah, it's like, yeah. like I've pract-
0: like I've built my whole life here, guys. It's yeah. like, check out the that, dedication. I totally like learned from the best. You all love Ancus. I love Ancus. In fact, <laughs> Ancus taught me everything I
1: know. Yeah, and this is amazing. He's like, look, I've learned from the best. I yeah. learned
0: from the king. Everything
1: I know about Roman law, everything I know about like rights to do with religious process. He's yeah. like. Come on, you've yeah. got to give me some mad respect. You want right a connection now. with the previous king?
0: Look no further. <laughs> we were practically brothers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've, got a, I've got a lot going in my favour. Yes, uh, and the people say, "Sure, you're we can totally get on that." Band. right. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. L- like what you hear, like what you're saying. I yes. hear it. Um, but things. This is not as smooth sailing as it might initially appear.
0: You're mm. uh, <laughs> the surprised <laughs>
1: there. <laughs> first, the first <laughs> thing that Tarquinius does he's like, "Okay, I'm king." He, he adds 100 new members to the Senate.
0: Ah, now would these conveniently be people who were on his side?
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Uh, nice. These people are known as as the as the fathers of the lesser families. <laughs> ouch, <laughs> ouch. Way uh, to go
0: down in history, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You're in the
1: Senate, but you're in the lesser part of the yeah. Senate. Don't you be getting
0: above yourself.
1: Yeah, <laughs> This is typically read right across the board as an admission that the Senate ultimately didn't really approve of Tarquinius's election. He's elected by the people,
0: not the Senate. Yeah. Um, but he does still have this group of people now in the Senate who are all like, woo! Woo! woo. <laughs> Every time he says something. <laughs> I'm a yes man. Exactly.
1: For Tarquinius. Yes. Yeah, so he, he goes about this sort of process, allows him to sort of uh, remove senatorial opposition by just sort of quelling the numbers a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just stacking, stacking yeah. things in his paper, yeah, yeah. basically. Flood, yeah. flood some new men in there. Very convenient. Very
0: smart, yes. I like this guy. He's, he's a good ah, guy. He's a savvy political he operator. Is, he really Look is. at him go. <laughs> and uh, he's also warlike. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, in
1: the tradition of Roman kingship, well, of perhaps unsurprising, he decides it's time to go to war. Yeah. <laughs> Against the Latins. Ah, oh, the Latins. <laughs> yes, very exciting. Yes. Um, and you know that things are, are either not important or uncontroversial from a Roman historian's perspective when Livy doesn't give you any details about the battle.
0: Yeah, <laughs> pretty much SmackDown. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Goes to war against the Latins, victory. Yeah, sweet ass. Not only that, he gets even more booty than expected, apparently. <laughs> so much so that he's like, you know what? Maybe we should set up some games. In fact, let's have an area. Maybe we'll call it Circus Maximus, perhaps. (laughs) Something. something We're starting
1: to see the growth of the city in various ways. Yes. Uh, The institution of games
0: uh, that will now be annual, apparently. Yeah. And apparently, while he's establishing these new grounds for games in the Circus Maximus, he also decides that some people are going to sit there, some people are going to sit there. And when I say some people, I mean like the senators sit there and the knights sit there. La la la! We're going to divide this society. A, it's all about the details. You know? Yeah, it's one
1: thing to have a circus, Maximus, but where are we
0: going to sit? Guys? Exactly. Yes. Detail. Fine yeah, for detail. Yeah. Mark of a good king. <laughs> he gets
1: involved in some building works as well. Yes. During this apparently, period he did yeah. indeed. Uh, Sorry, you go ahead <laughs> oh, Why Why? thank you, oh, yes. they, uh, feel free to jump in uh, He does allocate He sort of divides up the forum into sections And mm. basically allots them to private citizens And says it's your responsibility to do it up Yeah <laughs> Again, clever <laughs> Civic responsibility, the yeah. duty of all good citizens <laughs> uh, And he also covers Walkways nice. uh, well, The hush Roman and sun
0: Yeah, mm. and you know The marshy marshy, rainy weather Yeah. Mm, I like it and apparently he also started building a stone wall to go around the city, but perhaps did not quite finish it. Yeah,
1: there was a slight interruption to the wall building around the
0: city. There's was damn Sabines again. Yeah. It's always the same people. Well, I mean, they've got a big chip on their shoulder, let's face it. Yeah, so uh, the Romans are apparently somewhat taken aback by this attack by the Sabines, oh yeah Yeah. surprise why would they attack us we never did anything to them what the hell yeah
1: Yeah, but the Sabines managed to surprise them they cross the Anio which is one of the major tributaries of the Tiber Mm. before Rome is able to mobilize their own forces yeah and everybody in Rome just goes into panic mode yeah but
0: they don't apparently win you know this amazing victory or anything even though the Romans weren't prepared
1: yeah yeah the uh, first battle is indecisive yeah um, the Sabines retreat and the Romans are sort of like, okay, let's bunker down and get organized here. Yeah, let's get some cavalry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tarquinius has this grand idea that what he really needs is cavalry. That will win the day, for <laughs> <But> sure. <laughs> and he's got this other idea, but what would be nice is if he could add some uh, centuries uh, mm. to the ones that were created by Romulus. Nice. So, and these are the sorts of details that, you know, pop up every now and then. Yeah. Ro- Romulus. Apparently has created some centuries yeah um so this and this guy decides let's double this yeah (laughs) which is interesting because the numbers don't make any sense if we think don't think about century as equaling 100 because it really doesn't no um it it equals in some cases eighty and in other cases three hundred. And it really depends on which centuries we're talking about. But re- Livy rarely clarifies which yeah, ones we're so really it's hard talking about. To to. So the numbers, and we're not the numbers are a little numbers people. Bit. Yeah, we're not numbers people. Do I look like a mathematician? <laughs> exactly, <to you?
0: laughs> Yes. All we need to know right now is that they were doubles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, importantly, so so Tarquinius is like, yeah, I'd like to have some more centuries. Yes. And this is important and he wants to distinguish These centuries Mm. with his name in various ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, This runs uh, aground with the religious folk. Um, We have Navius, Attis Navius, one of the augurs, comes out and says, Oh no, there can be no changes to the centuries unless we get the
0: appropriate signals from the birds. Ah, yes. And this doesn't entirely go off without a hitch either, (laughs) does it? (laughs) That so is. Tarquinius,
1: Tarquinius is like, I could wait patiently for the right bird signals, or. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, excellent, excellent. <laughs> well, no, but this is a really exciting moment in augural history, and this is one of the moments in the narrative of Livy, which for which Tarquinius is relatively famous, because uh, he gets a bit antsy about this stuff. Yeah. Um, so he was like, he goes to the augur, he was like, all right let's do a bit of a test of augury, shall we? Yeah. And he's like, what am I thinking can come to pass? Tell me, tell me what I'm thinking. Like, can you guess? <laughs> and, uh, and, and so Addis, uh, the auger, takes the auspices, so he basically kills a bird, has a look at the entrails. Oh, Yummy. Yeah, I mean, I'm a vegetarian. And, and he says, <laughs> what you're thinking will surely come to pass. Mm. To which Tarquinius, very cleverly, replies... Well, I don't think so, because what I was thinking of (laughs) was that you should cleave a whetstone with a razor. (laughs) I want you to chop that rock over there, that particularly hard rock, with a razor. Nice. Nice, In half, please. Um... And he's like, take them and accomplish what your birds declare is possible. (laughs) I dare you. And you can see Tarquinius is like smirking in the background going, I've broken augury. (laughs) I'm so going to have those centuries. No longer shall have to bother with
0: these
1: (laughs) worrisome birds. Yeah, forget bird signals, guys. I've got this covered. Um, Unfortunately for Tarquinius... Um, and for the confirmation of the importance of augury in Roman history. Yeah, Um the, die out. <laughs> well, the augur doesn't even hesitate. He goes up to the whetstone and cuts it in two with a razor,
0: just like that. <laughs> well, I have no questions. <laughs> that, my friends, is the power of augury. <laughs> and that might be why there are still augurs so many centuries later.
1: <laughs> oh, well, this, is, this becomes hugely important. This is yeah. like a founding sort of moment yeah. for... Because augury itself is associated far more with the Etruscans than it is with the Romans. Sure. So, Which is
0: weird that it's like an Etruscan king that's calling it, you know, going, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. Prove Roman. to me your special powers. <laughs> yeah, <old man. laughs> but he's become a Roman now. So, yeah, true. You know. yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but
1: this is important because this establishes the, the validity of augury as yes. a way of uh, interpreting signs and approving certain... Actions and behaviors. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Because I mean, I have to admit, as a kid, I think from movies, I always got this idea that <laughs> Romans were somewhat irreligious.
1: No, they're, really not.
0: they're actually super, super religious. Yeah, and like quite superstitious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. madly. Yeah, yeah. Superstitious. <laughs> no, 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 Yeah, we're going down the Stevie no, Wonder no, path. No, no. No. I'm sorry, return to the war with the sabines. <laughs>
1: Well, importantly, um, taking the auspices, yes, um, looking this aspect of Augury, which is reading the entrails, yeah, uh, <laughs> as you do, yeah. um, becomes uh, part of standard practice from this point onwards sure, yeah. for all things to do with uh, popular assemblies, yes. mustering the army. So anytime you, you want to have a big gathering, you've got to take the auspices I like first. the way Libby describes it.
0: Acts of supreme importance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nothing goes forward if the birds do not consent. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All of this is taking place in that interim period where the Sabines have retreated to think about what's going on. <laughs> and the Romans are like, let's get our stuff together for this war. Let's get the birds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now we've solved this bird issue. Back to the war. <laughs> exactly. the second battle with the Sabines. Yes. Yeah. So they've got some, you know this slightly larger army now. Excellent. Yeah, well, they've got some cavalry. They haven't agreed... That they'll add extra centuries. They're just going to double the centuries that they already have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we yeah. talked about this. Yes, indeed. And now they've got some. They've got some horses in there.
0: Yes, and so <laughs> apparently
1: the Romans sneakily set a fire
0: to a bridge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have this moment where so like the Sabines have crossed the Anio. So yeah. to do that, they had to cross a bridge. Sure. The Romans are like, I wonder how we can get rid of that bridge. <laughs> uh. Ah, it's made of wood. What does wood do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But this is one of those moments in the narrative where you're like, really? Because the way that Livy describes it, Mm. the Romans light a whole bunch of wood and throw it in the river. Yeah. And the wood then floats down while on fire. Exactly. And and then it catches on fire. And then hits the bridge and catches the bridge on fire. And I think to myself, but what about all the wetness of the river? Yeah. (laughs) You know, water (laughs) putting out fire. Yes. Yes. Um, But, you know, I, I guess if you'd constructed, if you'd formed a sort of raft and lit that and that that could Maybe. do the job. It does
0: seem quite there would risky. Be, there <laughs> would
1: be ways to do this, but it doesn't seem like a surefire bet. So it's no. interesting that this is uh-huh. the Roman... <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah, but the I Romans agree. do it anyway. It's I risky. Thought, I thought the same doing. thing.
0: But nonetheless, it leads to Roman triumph.
1: Yeah, well, the Sabines yeah. are routed yeah. on land in the second battle and don't have any way to properly
0: retreat. Yeah, and so Tarquinius... Takes that advantage and just really beats them into the ground. With his cavalry. Yeah, to the point where (laughs) they go, please surrender. And so it's it's all over. And after this, the Romans get the territory of Calatia. Which will become significant in a later episode, people. (laughs) Hold on to that (laughs) information, Calatia. And so after the war, Taquinius. Has a triumph, as you do. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's all happy um, with his <laughs> victory.
1: Has a triumph, it's very nice. Um, and then, guess what?
0: War! It's time for more war! Yeah! I would never expect that not a million years. <laughs> you surprise me constantly. I know. Being a king is tough. Yeah. But this time, it is with the Latins again.
1: Yeah, 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 did the old true. well. Now we've dealt with the subways. Let's get back to
0: that other war yeah. we're fighting. And I like the way that Livy uh, again. I love you've got to love Livy for the way he describes things. I think um, it's not that there's necessarily a big set piece battle mm. in this particular war, <laughs> but apparently Taquinius led his army from one town to another. Until he had subdued the entire Latin race. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lippi basically just gives a list of all of the cities. Yeah. Um, and you wonder how formidable the ancient Latins were before. I mean, they were offering some resistance up until this point, but clearly it's the cavalry that's done the trick, I think. Ah, I think the that's, the, that's yeah. the subtle implied hint Go here. Go the cavalry. Now you My have king the cavalry. for a horse. Yeah.
0: Nobody can resist us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, that sounds pretty goddamn impressive, I Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, yeah, the army sweeps through a whole bunch of places. I I could give you the names. Ooh. Okay. Mm. ficulier. Vetus, okay. Vettus. Great. Chimeria, Fabulous. Crostumerium. Loving it. That's my favourite. Yeah. <laughs> and Mariola. Okay. Medallia. Ah. And Normentium. Get out. No, no. No know! <laughs> oh. Oh, <yeah. laughs> you would think they would have held out for longer. I would have thought so. I
0: know so much about that
1: place. <laughs> All of a sudden the Latins are like, Yeah, let's have some peace. Yeah.
0: And Tarquinius? after all this is over apparently Carmen kind of agrees with them he decides I've seen a lot of bad things in this world and I'm somewhat tired of war I'm going to devote myself to peaceful undertakings also my wall construction has been interrupted
1: and I'd like to get back to that project yes
0: that stone wall around the city is mocking me (laughs) with its incompleteness
1: Yes. yes I've laid like one brick so far it's very annoying yes um So he goes back, uh, decides to engage in more peaceful activities, becomes a bit sort of
0: uh, entrepreneurial with his building works. Yeah, well, presumably, presumably, he would have had some more booty after a conflict, maybe. Well, one would hope so. So maybe he's got some money to splash around, build a new wall. I thought you were going to talk about draining, and I was like, splash, draining. Well, I
1: I was just about to do that, actually. (laughs) Um, He also built sewers. Around the lowest parts of the city, the forum, and the valleys between the hills. It excites me deeply. It's pretty important. It is. Rome yeah. actually floods almost all the time.
0: Well, you know what? Pretty sewage, regularly. I, I have to admit, I don't think I'd like to live in a city without sewage. I, I'm, I'm on board with sewage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The Romans uh, are with you. With yeah, this. yeah, yeah, hygiene, you know. Well, cool. yeah. yeah. I mean, we're talking open sewers, so you, well, probably, yeah, you might not sewer. be super excited, but better than yeah. no sewers
0: at all. Exactly, yeah. Like flooding, disease, lusciousness. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah, yeah. malaria. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I'd rather my city be malaria free. <laughs> Importantly,
1: uh, just to give it a little, slightly religious bent, ah, um, are you going towards the king of the gods? <laughs> or yes? Yeah. Yeah. You've preempted me. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's fine We know where this is going yes. uh, He lays the foundations for the Temp- Temple of Jupiter on the Capitol. So Capitoline Jupiter Yeah, uh, very important It becomes hugely important uh, as we progress through Roman history From yeah. the founding of the city <laughs> uh, But this is a temple that he owes the gods Because he
0: vowed to build it during the Sabine War Yes, yes. Yeah, so it's kind of like fulfilling his vow Because you don't want to make the gods angry <laughs> yes, if
1: you say you're going to do something for the gods You really do have to do it Yeah, absolutely um, yes.
0: Now, there has been some interesting developments uh, Going on in the king's in household, I believe
1: Yeah, well, he's been away for a while and yeah. yeah, But yes, I think we should switch to a, a more uh, domestic focus
0: Yes, because uh, in the household of Tarquinius There apparently had been a boy A boy named Servius Dullius Auspicious. Or, or servious. Servious. <laughs> yeah. so Which I feel like a fud when I say that, so I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and he apparently was living in the house of the king. And while he was there, his head apparently just burst on fire one day while he was taking a nap. Yeah, yeah. you know, as
1: you do. Thanks indeed. Um, spontaneous combustion. Yes. And uh, a lot of people saw
0: this. It wasn't just him. <laughs> it like it turns out there for... were a bunch of people watching him now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's random, boy. Yeah, um, and yeah, it wasn't like he woke up and went, hmm, feeling rather warm. Mm. Other people noticed it, and then he woke up, and it went away. Yeah, and he's yeah. not damaged by this at no. all. So, of this course, is, uh, this a is a sign. Yes. Uh, the queen, who, if you uh, if you are a keen listener and you listen to our previous episode, you'll know that the queen of Tarquinius is rather. Up on the ball with the prophecies and the auguries and she's, <laughs> she's quite interested in all of that stuff she and is. she's
1: got a bit of a knack for it yeah. so um, um while the flame are, flames are still present around the head of Servius Tullius sure. napping yeah um some of the servants rush off to get some water yeah. uh, to put the fire out, yeah. as you. That seems like a reasonable thing. I would do um, that, so, yeah. She doesn't let them do that. No. She's like, no, no. This don't is a know. sign. A sign
0: <laughs> that one day, this child shall protect the royal house in a time of trouble. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> don't think she said it quite like that. No, but... <laughs> I don't think she did either. No, perhaps not. Um, but I wanted it to sound... <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So, like, Tanakul sort of like... She grabs Tarquinius and she's like, Look, I think this is an important sign. Yes. Um, I think this is... He's going to be a light for us in trouble and perplexity. Yes. A protection for our house. Therefore,
0: let's keep this boy close to us. Yes. And let us treat him as a son. Let's take good <laughs> care of him. Indeed. Let us educate him mm. as... A great man, as as if he were our own boy. Exactly, yeah. Mm. And it's lucky that they did because it turns out apparently young Servius is quite naturally gifted with a royal nature.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah, he turns out to be a really good kid. Yeah, yeah. He's uh. got the he's got the knack for it. Yeah, no, of course he does. Yeah, Tarquinia sort of like really gets on board with this. He's like, look, I love this kid, like he's my own son. Yep. And he sort of he to the point where he actually betrothes Servius to his own daughter, his natural born daughter Ooh,
0: a sign
1: <laughs> mm, Marry him into the family Indeed He's a yes. good sort, I yeah. like
0: him Yes, indeed um, There are some people who are not too happy about the advancement of young Servius, however Well,
1: and partly this is to do with the fact that in some people's eyes he's actually just a slave
0: Yes, well this is the thing, his name, Servius Ah, is it just a clever name? Ah. Ah, Ah. yeah. Now, many historians I have read have pointed out that just because his name is Servius does not mean mean he's a slave. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) There's an extra letter in there. It's important. Yeah, could mean that. It could. It could, could, could. Uh, but not necessarily. For example, later on, there is an emperor called Galba, who also has that prenomen. He was definitely not a slave. Yeah, but names and slippage and meaning change over time. Yeah, well, exactly. I'm just saying, not everyone who had that name (laughs) was a slave. So there's a lot of debate about, was he from slave stock, was he not? We might get into Mm. that in more detail in our next episode, when we're actually looking at, ooh, oh, gave it away. Ah, himself. (laughs) What? I know, I just dropped that bombshell like it was nothing. (gasps) I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that. I'm devastated. Yeah. I can't even talk right now. I know. I'm sorry. But, anyway, backing track. Backing track. (laughs) Or track backing. Whatever. (laughs) Basically, he possibly is not from distinguished stock. And he certainly is not, strictly speaking, part of the royal house. No. Not strictly speaking. No. Uh, And so there are some men around. There there are a
1: couple of gentlemen around. Yes. You may recall there yeah. are a couple of leftover sons of Ancus Marcius. Uh, those boys that were sent off on that hunting trip. Yeah,
0: it turns uh, out they were... When they were... could have been at the Commedia, <laughs> lobbying, <laughs> for, their, lobbying yeah. for
1: their own kingship.
0: Yeah, uh, Turns out they weren't actually all that happy with the way things had turned out. <laughs>
1: well, they've been around the whole time in yeah. the background and maybe keeping a bit of a low profile, but also under the assumption that yeah. At the end of Tarquinius' reign, you kind of revert back will, to them. Yeah. They will get their chance. Yeah. And they're like, Yeah, well, maybe we are a bit young, you know, we'll wait it out. Cool, but cool. it becomes yeah. clear from the privileging of Servius in Tarquinius' household yeah. and the marriage to the daughter That, that maybe it's not gonna happen. Maybe yeah. and the kingly disposition thing that's been thrown around cool. Servius' got, That would just really yeah. rise up This <laughs> is a man with the right stuff, and they're like this is this is not, not cool. the way we want this to play out. Not again. No, no, no. <laughs> no. We've already been gypped once. Yeah. And we've been patiently waiting. Yeah. No, we don't wait a second time.
0: And so they, they hatch form
1: a plan. A plan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As you do. But they're not gonna do it themselves. No, no. That, no. Would... that would be ridiculous. Yeah. So instead, <laughs> they look around and think, those young shepherds over there seem desperate. <laughs> Why don't we hire them to carry out our evil plan? <laughs> you wouldn't want to get your own hands dirty because
1: let's face it, if the king is decided through the committee yeah. and a voting process and is endorsed by the Senate, really having the blood on your own hands yeah, that's not gonna look is good. gonna be a problem. Kind of I think
0: would disqualify you. Yeah. 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 So they
1: hire two shepherds. They're like, dudes, like this is the deal. Yeah. Um the shepherds are, are sort of poor enough and desperate enough that they say yes to the
0: plan. Yeah. And so basically they show up. At the king's residence. And they start... They get, start... In, they get into, some, into a fight with each other. <laughs> and they start saying, we need the king here to sort this out. Someone get the king.
1: <laughs> Our shepherds can't solve this for ourselves. Yeah, exactly. um, So they put on a good show, draw yeah. the attention uh, outside the palace. Yep. Are uh, let into the palace. Yep. Uh... And the king, <laughs> randomly enough... Does show up. Well, the king is there. Yeah. They 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 appeal for the king. Yeah. Um. They argue a lot in front of the king. Yeah. Uh. The lictors of the king end up restraining the shepherds at certain points. So it's getting it's getting physical, rather heated. Yeah. Yes. Very <laughs> heated. Um, and while
0: the king is sort of listening to one person, or well, one shepherd. Yeah. They talk when is like like settle,
1: guys. Yeah. I listen to one side at a time. Yeah. You shepherd number one, tell me your side of the yeah. story. Yeah.
0: Um, and while he's going, the other one sneakily takes out an axe and, and hits him. Hits him in the head. Yeah, with an axe. Yeah. Uh, so we Rome. Were, Yeah, we were thinking we might pause there. <laughs> I'm guessing you probably know where this is going, but nonetheless, but you never wait. know.
1: But wait. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. No, you don't know where this is going, guys.
1: This is a suspenseful moment. No, um, you have no idea. None. Yeah exactly a blow to the head with an axe could mean anything exactly <laughs> yeah there are no guarantees this is a cliffhanger yeah. we'll leave it there taquinius okay. has, has an axe in his head yep you can imagine shepherds that for arguing. yourself yep. shepherds are arguing yep um there are evil plans <laughs> <laughs> there
0: are some people in the background who are playing with the strings of those shepherds exactly and a man of the royal nature wandering around with his head on fire Yes, while he sleeps yes what could it all mean? Ooh, join us well, next time. we we'll find out the answers <laughs> in our very next
1: episode. <laughs>